That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Today's episode is sponsored by HelloFresh and Uncommon Goods. Hello, besties. Welcome back to Try Not to Care. If you're new here, hi, I'm Ashley. I like to consider this podcast a personal diary for me and free therapy for you. And with the holidays coming up, I think we all need a little therapy because as fun as the holidays can be, they can also be super stressful and emotional and everything but what they're supposed to be. And with it being December and all of the holidays right around the corner, I figured this would be a good and important episode for anyone listening and even myself. Like, although I'm talking to you, I also need to be reminded these things because I struggle too. So that's what today's episode is. Obviously, holidays can be and are great. And I would be lying if I said I didn't enjoy them. I love getting in the Christmas spirit. I love buying my friends and family gifts. I love decorating. I love making Christmas cookies. I am that basic bitch during the holidays and I'll own that. But you can enjoy things while also struggling with them. And that's where I'm at right now. Holidays are very family-oriented, friend-oriented. They're the few times out of the year where everyone comes together and gets to celebrate and express their love and gratitude for each other, which in theory is really great, but it is extremely difficult when you don't have a big family to go home to or you don't have a big group of friends, or you're mourning the loss of your loved ones that you no longer can celebrate with. The holidays can become very isolating and lonely for a lot of people. And yeah, you could say, well, if you don't have friends or family to celebrate with, more than likely it's like that year round for you, so you should be used to it. But year round, you're not constantly being reminded of how lonely you feel. During the holidays, it's almost shoved in your face that this is the time of year where you're supposed to be surrounded by people that you love and that love you. And when you're not surrounded by that, it can make you feel super alone as if you have no one. And when you feel that way, it's really easy to blame yourself and make yourself feel like you're the problem or that you aren't deserving of being loved the way others are. And that goes for all relationships. I mean, you can have a really big family and have people to celebrate with, 
and still feel the heaviness and loneliness of not having good friends or having a relationship. Yes, people might have it worse than you, but it's not fair to compare struggles and ignore how you feel just because you might have more than others do. Of course, gratitude is always a really great thing to have and to practice, but if you have FOMO because you see people hanging out with their friends and doing holiday festivities or you're going through a breakup and you wish you had a significant other to watch Christmas movies with and spoil, that's okay. Your feelings are valid. I think with anything, it's really easy to compare your life to others rather than just seeing something for what it is, like seeing a pretty girl post a selfie on Instagram or seeing people enjoy their time with friends. We feel the need to create meaning to those things and relate it back to us. Just because someone has something that they enjoy doesn't mean you have to have that as well. And just because you don't have that doesn't mean anything other than you don't have that. It doesn't mean you aren't worthy of having it. It doesn't mean you won't ever have it. It just means you're in a different place in your life and that's okay. Seeing these things shouldn't make you question your worth or make you feel bad about yourself. The holidays are a time to spend with loved ones, but remember, you are one of them. You should love yourself. If you don't have friends to do holiday activities with, do them alone. You don't have to sit at home upset and feel like you're missing out. Most things you can do by yourself. One of my favorite things to do during December, which you can absolutely do alone, is drive around and look at Christmas lights and listen to Christmas music. You can make that a whole thing for yourself. Dress in your favorite holiday onesie, maybe throw on a Santa hat, go treat yourself to your favorite holiday drink and drive around and blast your favorite music. That sounds a million times more enjoyable to me than sitting home with FOMO. And the best thing about it is you could do that more than once. Hell, you could do that every single night in December. Who needs to meditate and journal when doing that is your nighttime routine? You don't have to have friends or a big family or a significant other to celebrate the holidays. Think of it this way. The less people, (laughs) the less money you have to spend. Think of all the money you would have spent spoiling your boyfriend. Like being single during the holidays is so underrated. Spend that money spoiling yourself. Spend that money buying Christmas decorations. Spend that money literally however you want. That's the good thing about it. It's however you want. It's all about you. And obviously that's me kind of poking fun at not having many people to spend money on or spend time with just to give you a lighter way or more positive way of coping with it. But I do want to speak to the people who are mourning the loss of loved ones. I am very fortunate to still have my parents and siblings and I have my boyfriend, but I do miss my grandparents and I wish I could spend the holidays with them. Like my mom's mom was a holiday fanatic. She would decorate for every single holiday, even holidays like Groundhog Day. And I miss my dad's parents because they made the best holiday food and we would all celebrate together. But I am thankful for the people I do have. There's not really anything that I can say to relieve the pain of losing someone. And 
I send all my love to anyone who is struggling with that right now. But what I can say and what I can offer as some kind of comfort is just because someone's gone doesn't mean they have to be forgotten or not talked about. I know it can be uncomfortable for some people to talk about loved ones who are no longer around because there's typically some type of trauma revolving around it. But the holidays are a time to celebrate and you can use that time to celebrate people even if they're not around. One thing I did this year was I decorated my house with vintage ornaments that I had from my grandma. When I think of her, I think of holidays. I think of her love for holidays and I know that she would be so upset, like pissed, if those decorations were just sitting in boxes untouched. And every holiday, my dad recreates his parents' stuffed mushrooms and chocolate pudding pies. Even though he doesn't think he'll ever be able to make them as good as they did, he tries every year because those were their tradition. And it wouldn't be right to stop that tradition just because they're no longer with us. So with that being said, in my opinion, I think If you are dealing with loss during the holidays, you should embrace it. And by embracing it, I mean embracing your emotions and feeling how you feel and not pushing yourself to be holly and jolly if you don't actually feel that way, but also honoring that person or people in a way that you feel they would appreciate. Spend time doing things that you would have done with them and set the intention of doing those things for them. Do those things with them in mind rather than feeling like you have to push those feelings and push the idea of them to the side to make others feel more comfortable or try to hide the pain. The best way to cope with pain, in my opinion, is to replace it with love. And love can still hurt, but it allows you to hurt with purpose rather than just dwelling and doing nothing to nurture the pain. On the topic of loved ones, I want to talk about family struggles during the holidays. I know that there's people who are so excited to spend time with family and it's all they look forward to. And the holidays are meant to be spent with loved ones, but sometimes loved ones don't respect our boundaries and sometimes loved ones don't make us feel good about ourselves. And there's a lot of pressure to be surrounded by these people during the holiday season. And there's a lot of pressure to go home for the holidays, even though you know it's not going to be good for your mental health. So I asked my followers on Instagram what they struggle with during the holidays and a lot of people responded that they struggle with feeling forced to go home for the holidays. If you're in college and you live on campus, you know that most colleges close and they quite literally force you out of your dorm and make you leave. Like if you wanted to stay, you literally can't unless you hide out in your room while they inspect it. And even if you don't go to college, you might have moved away and are feeling uncomfortable about going home and seeing family. It's really difficult when you move away from family and you start your own life and you become more independent and start making your own rules because you go home and you have to share space with people who might not respect yours and don't respect your boundaries. When you choose to move away or distance yourself, you create a whole new life and a whole new routine And it's valid to not want to jeopardize that by going home for the holidays. I think people have this warped idea that because it's the holidays, you need to go home and spend time with family or else you're a bad person. And I just want to be clear that you're never a bad person for setting boundaries and protecting your peace. If someone, whether that's family, friends, or a stranger, 
makes you feel bad, you do not need to tolerate it. You do not need to sit around a dinner table and bite your tongue while relatives of yours disrespect you or people that you love. We all hear these stories about someone's grandma or their crazy aunt saying homophobic or racist comments at family gatherings and them feeling uncomfortable but not being able to say anything or stick up for themselves or stick up for these groups of people because they don't want to start drama. And the way that I see it is the more you allow people to treat you or your friends or anyone that way, the more they're going to do it. Yes, it's uncomfortable to confront someone or explain to someone what they're saying or doing is hurtful. But in my opinion, it's way more uncomfortable to just sit there and take it. If people are saying and doing these things that are upsetting you, you can make the decision to not attend these gatherings. And if they're upset that you're not attending them, that's not your problem. If they can't respect you, why do they expect you to show up and respect them? And sometimes it might not even be what your family is saying or doing. The holidays can just be very triggering for a lot of us. There might be some deep-rooted childhood trauma or something that causes you discomfort during the holidays that makes you not want to be around family. And that's okay. No one is entitled to your time, even your family. If there's ever a time that you don't feel good, you're allowed to make the decision to step away and do what's right for you. Now a word from our sponsor, HelloFresh. Besties, it's the most festive time of the year and with all of the festivities this month comes busy nights and celebrations. HelloFresh is here to help you and your meals for holiday hosting, dinners, and busy weeknights. With HelloFresh, you're always guaranteed fresh delivered ingredients and seasonal recipes. If you're interested in seasonal recipes, check out HelloFresh's festive eats and choose from holiday-inspired dinner recipes, seasonal add-ons, or even a three-course offering. These recipes are all designed to make holiday meals delicious and easier than ever. Literally, me and all of my friends and family swear by HelloFresh. It's just so convenient and easy. Like, I don't have to plan out meals. I don't have to go to the store. I don't have to measure ingredients. Sold. It just makes cooking so much more enjoyable for me, and I love it. If you are wondering what my favorite meals are from HelloFresh, and you should be wondering because I have great taste in food, they are the sweet potato and pepper quesadillas, a little sweet and spicy, the barbecue cheddar burgers, and the one pot cowboy pork and bean chili. Literally any recipe that's one pot, I'm like, sign me up. If you're interested in trying America's number one meal kit, go to HelloFresh.com slash TryingNot18 and use code TryingNot18 for 18 free meals plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash TryingNot18 with code TryingNot18 for 18 free meals plus free shipping. Now a word from our sponsor, Uncommon Goods. I know we're already in December and we're cutting it pretty close to the major holidays, But don't stress out if you haven't ordered all of your holiday gifts yet because Uncommon Goods has you covered. Uncommon Goods has gifts for everyone in your life and the best part is they're all unique and super creative gifts. You might be getting gifts last minute, but that doesn't mean the gifts you give have to show that. So check out Uncommon Goods for incredible and thoughtful gifts for those special people in your life. Need ideas on what to get for that special someone? Here are my favorites. For that boy in your life, maybe a MLB park map 
drink glass of his favorite baseball team, an LED grilling tool set, or an IPA beer brewing kit. Now, for that girl in your life, any gift sets like the de-stress gift set or the luxury sleep well gift set, a mason jar indoor garden kit, or my personal favorite, an espresso martini infusion kit. I love Uncommon Goods because they have something for everyone in your life from men's grilling, sports, fitness, and more to women, jewelry, beauty and wellness, home and garden, and so much more. And not only that, but with every purchase you make at Uncommon Goods, they give back $1 to a nonprofit partner of your choice. It really is the gift that keeps on giving. To get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com TNTC. That's uncommongoods.com slash TNTC for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer, Uncommon Goods. We're all out of the ordinary. I know for a fact, because I felt this, that being around family, especially around the holidays, can almost feel like you're going for a job interview or you're being interrogated. It's the one time of year where you're sitting down with everyone and these people that you don't see except for this time of year are questioning what you've been up to. Are you still in school? How are your grades? What kind of job are you doing? Did you graduate college? Do you have a boyfriend? Blah, 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 blah. Like, it's extremely uncomfortable. There's so much pressure to perform and live up to family expectations. And I remember I had to go to a birthday party a few months ago, and I had to see a family member that I don't see very often. And she was asking me, like, what I'm doing with my degree and what kind of job I have. And I had to explain to her, you know, I'm doing social media and I have this podcast, which I'm very proud of, but she didn't really understand. And she almost belittled me and made me feel bad for doing a job that's unconventional. I went from feeling so happy and so proud to share this accomplishment to feeling discouraged and shameful as the conversation ended. I don't want to feel that way when talking to loved ones. I want to feel supported and loved. Why would anyone want to spend their time around people who are going to judge them based off their lifestyle? If you love me, if you care about me the way that a family member should, you'll be happy regardless of what I'm doing or how I identify or how I choose to live my life. And I don't know if it's just because family members believe that because you're family, they can say and do whatever they want with no consequences. Like in theory, it's much easier to cut someone off like a friend or an acquaintance who disrespects you because there's no tie as you have ties to a family member. Like no matter what a family member says or does to you, if you're blood, you're blood. And some people think just because you're connected in that way, that means they could do whatever they want and you have to tolerate it, which is so fucking far from the truth. In no world... Do you have to deal with someone being insensitive to you or your feelings? And unfortunately, family and insensitive comments work really well together during the holidays. So if you're stressed out about going to dinner with your family because you know your mom or someone is going to make some insensitive comment to you about your life, or if we're being really specific, something about how much you're eating or how much you weigh, Just know you don't need to tolerate it and whatever they say doesn't matter. I used to be someone who really took words to heart regardless of who was saying it and I would believe that because they were saying something that it meant it was true. 
which just isn't the case. All someone's words are, are words. They don't have to hold meaning. You don't have to relate to them. You don't have to agree with them. You don't even have to pay any peace of mind to them. It all goes back to protecting your peace. And if what someone is saying to you hurts, you don't need to listen. That actually leads me into what I want to talk about next. A lot of people, myself included, experience a lot of insensitive comments about food and our bodies during the holidays, which makes it so hard for people who already don't have the best relationship with food or their body. Christmas in particular is such a foodie holiday, whether that's the treats around Christmas, the sweets, or the big dinner you eat on Christmas Day. It's bad enough that you have people in your ear telling you what you should and shouldn't eat while you're trying to celebrate the holiday, but you also have brands and companies trying to profit off your insecurities and your not-so-good relationship with food or your body. You have these brands and companies telling you that you need to diet before the holidays or after the holiday or prepare yourself for the new year and your new diet. And if you're struggling with this during the holidays, you probably struggle with this year-round, just like me, and it just doesn't feel great to have all of these people and brands and companies in your face about what you should or shouldn't be eating. Like as is, I have food guilt on a normal day and there's people who struggle with binge eating on a normal day and there's people who restrict their food on a normal day. So it's really hard for us during a holiday that revolves around food and it's really hard to be around people who aren't supportive of your struggles. With big holidays like this, you're constantly being surrounded by fear foods and triggers and it can be really difficult. So if you have this anxiety about food during the holidays, just know that you're valid and you're not alone. Like I said, I asked my followers what they struggle with during the holidays and the majority of replies were about food and food anxiety. And I've already seen so many videos on social media about what you should be doing to prepare for the holiday to avoid food guilt and to avoid binge eating. And these videos do offer advice and plans. And I don't want to knock that because some of these people are professionals and it's their job. And in some sense, they are being helpful. But I do want to point out that you don't have to do anything. If you want to follow these steps or incorporate tools to help you because you know you're going to have food guilt and you want to avoid that, do whatever is going to make you feel your best. But you do not need to train or prepare yourself for a holiday as if you're training for the Olympics. The holidays are for celebrating and enjoying the last month of the year. I definitely have been in the position where when I know the holidays are coming and I'm going to be around a lot of food and in situations where I eat more than I typically do, I'll avoid eating and I'll diet and I'll work out for weeks prior to the holidays so I don't feel guilty. And I've definitely been someone who won't eat breakfast on the day of the holiday. There's been times where I would wake up and my dad would offer to make eggs and bacon and make me a good big breakfast because it's a special day. And I would say, no, I, I want to save room for all the food I'm going to eat later. And let's be real. I wasn't not eating breakfast to save room for later. If there's food that I like, I'm always going to have room for more. It's like when you eat a big meal and you're so full that you can't stomach to eat any more of that meal, but you still have room for dessert somehow. The reason I was skipping breakfast is because in my head, I already knew I was going to eat way too much later. 
So if I also had breakfast, it would just make me feel even more guilty and push me over the edge. And I definitely still struggle with food and my body. Like if you've listened to previous episodes of mine, I've talked about how I've gotten better. So when I do admit to still struggling, part of me feels guilty and part of me feels like I'm letting you guys down. But the truth is when you recover from an eating disorder, you still have disordered thinking and that's where I'm at. So although I still do have thoughts that creep in and sometimes I'm not the nicest to myself, I'm definitely in a place that's much better and much more healthy than I was a couple years ago. And I'm not harming my body the way I used to. I'm much more aware of my triggers now and how to handle them and not feed into them. With all of that being said, I want to talk about what has helped me with food guilt and eating around the holidays. I think something that has helped me with my mindset for the holidays at least is the food that I eat around the holidays, I don't eat year round. Like I only get this special type of food during the major holidays. So I don't want to miss out on enjoying them. And I am a slut for the type of food I get to eat on holidays like Christmas. Like my dad makes this huge antipast and manigot and stuffed mushrooms. And then obviously like turkey and ham. And he makes this chocolate pudding pie. Like my mouth is literally watering just thinking about all of that. And the reason it's watering is because I enjoy it and my body wants it. If your body is craving something, if your body is telling you, hey, I really want this food, how is it fair to say no when you're constantly saying yes to everyone else in your life? If your best friend or your boyfriend or your family member was like, hey, I really want to stop at McDonald's on the way home, are you going to say, no, I don't care that you want McDonald's because I don't think it's going to make you feel good? No, you honor the request because you love them and you want to make them happy. And if they want McDonald's, you're driving them to McDonald's. You should treat yourself and your body the same way. And when you ignore your body's requests, it's only going to amplify. And that's why people end up binge eating, or at least in my experience, why I've ended up binge eating, because I would ignore my body's requests and I would ignore and ignore until I craved it so much that I eventually gave in and had to get it. And I ended up eating way more of it than I would have if I just went and got the food that I wanted when I wanted it initially. Also, kind of going off of that, another thing that's helped me feel okay with eating and actually pushes me to eat during the holidays is visualizing how I would feel if one of my loved ones were struggling and were saying they don't want to eat. Like, if you're deciding not to eat, how would you feel If your loved ones joined in and were like, you know what, us too, we're not going to eat. You're going to be like, no, eat the food you deserve to eat. And if you could say that to them and care about how they're treating their bodies and care about how they feel, you should feel the same way and treat yourself the same way. You should treat yourself like someone you love. It's also important to remember that enjoying these foods and taking a break from your workout routine to enjoy the holidays is not going to ruin the progress you've made and it's not going to change your body drastically. Something that I've struggled with a lot in general is when I eat a big meal or an unhealthy meal, I have this unrealistic idea that I've completely changed my body 
or I've ruined my progress that I've been making at the gym by eating. And that's just not how it works. If you eat clean all week and then decide you want to eat junk food one night, it's not going to cancel out everything else you eat the rest of the week. Bloating is normal and looking different at night than you do when you first wake up is normal. I think for me, bloating is one of the main causes of my warped perception of my body because I'll look at my body at night after I eat food all day and compare it to how it looked earlier in the day. And that's when I'll start thinking that the food that I ate made me gain a bunch of weight when it's literally just bloating. Like it's silly of me to think I'm going to have a flat stomach at the end of the night when I ate three meals and snack throughout the day. Like where do you think the food goes? You can't just eat food and then have it disappear. It's going to show and your stomach is going to expand. The last thing that has helped me with eating in my body during the holidays, and I hope this helps you too, is not focusing on the past and not focusing on the future. Just being very present in right now. When I think about my body a few years ago, or if I think about my body a few months ago, it's not going to make me feel good about right now. I don't want to think about if I was skinnier or if I weighed less. I don't want to think about what I had to do or what I did do to make my body look the way it did then. I also don't want to think about what my body will look like if I eat this food right now or if I skip this workout right now. Because at the end of the day, even if I were to skip a meal or if I were to go to the gym, I still might not be happy with my body in a couple of months. So it doesn't matter. I don't want the past or the future to determine how I feel right now. And I don't want it to determine what I do right now. If I'm sitting at the dinner table looking at that chocolate pie, I want to just eat the damn pie and not think, well, if I don't eat it, I won't regret it tomorrow. Or if I only eat half of the piece, maybe I won't feel as guilty tomorrow. I don't want to think any of that. I want to enjoy the moment right now. I want to look back at these holidays and think, wow, I really enjoyed that day to the fullest extent and I spent time with my loved ones and I ate really great food and I had a good time. I don't want to look back at the holiday and only think of how miserable I was because I was restricting myself from things that I'm deserving of. So if you are struggling with food in your body right now, and you're anxious about how you'll feel on whichever holiday that you celebrate, just remember that you are deserving to eat that food and the only thing that will come out of eating it is you enjoying it. Don't think of anything else, just think of how good it tastes. Think of yourself as someone you love and treat yourself like someone you love and just be super patient and kind with yourself because it is difficult. And if you don't struggle with this, keep others in mind this month. Think before you speak and let's just not talk about other people's bodies or how much they're eating. Let's all mind our own damn business unless we're being respectful and kind to others. It's important that we're mindful of others during this time because you really don't know what someone is going through, especially during the holidays. It's really easy to put up a front of being super festive and going out and just posting your highlight reel of everything you're doing. But just because you're doing those things doesn't mean that you're happy or that you have a healthy mindset. And also just be considerate of others when asking them to do things and hang out. Like 
If you're asking your friends to hang out and they keep bailing on you or they seem distant, don't take it super personal. Some of your loved ones just might not be in the holiday spirit and they might be struggling with some of the things that we just talked about and it's easier for them to stay home and protect their peace than go out and have to pretend that they're okay when they're not. It's really hard to be in the holiday spirit and be excited for the holidays and all of these really great things when you're struggling mentally. It's never easy when you're having a hard time and everyone around you is having a really great time. It just seems like it's being shoved in your face that this is what you're supposed to be doing and this is how you're supposed to be feeling and it makes you feel even worse for not feeling that way or doing those things. Your idea of fun might not be going out and celebrating. Social gatherings might give you anxiety, especially if you have social anxiety. This time of the month could be your worst fear because there's so many things going on that people are making you feel like you have to attend, but you know if you go, you're going to have a panic attack or you're just not going to have a good time. You almost feel like you're expected to join in on these activities and spend time with your loved ones and go to family gatherings, but you might just want to stay in and lay in bed. And at the end of the day, if that's how you feel, then that's how you feel. And you always should do what makes you feel your best. If you know your triggers and if you know what's going to hurt you and you have a way to avoid those triggers, I don't see anything wrong with doing that. I do think it's important to communicate how you're feeling with your loved ones during this time though just because you don't want there to be some mistranslation of why you're not hanging out with these people or why you don't want to go to dinner with your family because as much as attending these things can hurt you you not attending without reason can hurt others I think it's just important to vocalize like the reason I'm staying home isn't because of you you're not the problem I just need my own space and I need to take care of my mental health. And if those people don't understand that and don't respect the fact that you need time alone, that's not your problem. Just because there's a lot going on in life and you have all of these plans doesn't mean that you have to drop your self-care routine or stop taking care of your mental health. I think it's even more important to incorporate a self-care routine and really look after yourself during the holidays because of how triggering and how emotional it can be. Things can be really exciting and chaotic, But through all of that, just make sure that you're still putting yourself first regardless of how many people you have to see or how many plans you make. Don't run yourself dry or put yourself in a position to make others happy and to please others. You still need to make yourself happy first. The last thing I want to talk about, which is kind of going off of people pleasing, is gift giving. Because a lot of you did respond to my Instagram story saying that you struggle with gift giving and wanting to spend money on your loved ones. But not being able to afford it, or being anxious that the gift you give them isn't good enough. I am definitely someone who overspends on my loved ones. Like I can have $3 in my bank account and I'm using my last cent to buy them a gift. And I don't even think my love language is gift giving. I just am a really good gift giver. So I wanna use my talent to my advantage. Like what's the point of having a talent if you don't show it off? Buying gifts for your loved ones is such a special thing but it becomes toxic when it becomes a stressor. You should want to be giving gifts to people because you want to make them happy and it makes you happy. 
The second it starts making you unhappy or you start worrying about your finances or you start worrying about whether they'll like the gift or if it's good enough, that's when you need to start pumping the brakes and take a step back and ask yourself if you're giving gifts for the right reason. Buying someone a gift should not break the bank. I know that you want to show your loved ones how much you love them and how much you care about them, but I really do think that most people enjoy a thoughtful gift over a super expensive materialistic gift. My boyfriend's love language is gift giving. He spoils the shit out of everyone and he has spent a lot of money on me, whether that's my birthday or Christmas, but this past birthday, he got me a blanket with my TikTok username on it. And I think that was my favorite gift he's ever gotten me. And it definitely was not the most expensive gift that he's ever gotten me. But I could just tell that he went out of his way to customize it and make something for me that he knew I would love. And my appreciation for that gift goes way farther than it would have if he just spent money on like Uggs or something super expensive for me. Who you're spending money on or who you're stressing about spending money on should be someone that you love and that person should love you back. And if they truly love you, they're not going to be mad at you for not being able to buy them that gift that you really want to get them. Or they're not going to be upset if you're not able to spend more than $10 on them. There are so many more ways to say I love you and I care about you than buying someone a gift. And if money is an issue for you, you can show your gratitude for someone by doing something special with them that doesn't cost a lot of money or make them a handmade card or you can bake them cookies or cook them a meal. There's so many things that you could do for that special someone in your life and it doesn't have to revolve around money. The main thing and the most important thing for you to take away from this episode is to take care of yourself this holiday season. Be present and enjoy time with your loved ones or spend time alone pampering yourself and taking care of yourself. This past year has probably been crazy for most of us and it's literally the last month of 2022. You deserve to take this month to relax or celebrate or do whatever feels right for you because you deserve that. That's where I'm going to end today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions or you want me to expand on anything I talked about today, you can message me on Instagram at Ashley Corbo or at trying not the number two care podcast. Those will be in the description of this episode as well as my TikTok and YouTube. I'm also going to be filming a Q&A for YouTube. So keep an eye out for that because it will have a bunch of big sister advice, juicy questions, tea, everything in between. So look out for that. As always, thank you so much for listening to Try Not To Care. If you love this episode or you just love Try Not To Care in general, make sure to give it a five-star review or written review on Spotify and Apple. It really helps me out and I appreciate it so fucking much. That's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. I love you besties and I will talk to you next time. Bye.